0: Hello and welcome. My name is Dave Whitley, the Iron Tamer. And this is the very first inaugural episode of the Advancing Man Project show. I'm super excited about this. I've had this on my mind for a while and I wanted to make this episode to launch everything, to let you know what's coming, to let you know what I've been up to and invite you to come along with me and let's experience this thing together. You you may be wondering, what's the show about exactly? That's a great question. And there is no real short answer. Well, I guess there is a short answer, but let me give you the long answer first. If you know anything about me, you know that I've been highly involved in strength, performing strongman, the kettlebell world especially, um, things to do with the Wim Hof method, breath work, cold exposure, qigong, meditation, personal development, and more recently, the relationship between child development and being a dad who breaks generational cycles of uh, limited beliefs, uh, negative thinking, that sort of stuff. Now, all of this comes together for me in a very simple but profound mission of becoming what is called a transitional character for my family and to help other dads who want to be the transitional character for their family to do the same thing. A transitional character is simply someone who is is defined as someone who, um, in the course of a single generation, does something or has such an impact on the family lineage, that it is forever altered, hopefully for the positive. That's that's where I'm going with it. I want to um, positively impact future generations who won't even remember my name, who who come from my family lineage. Now, um, that's very important to me. And I know there are a lot of other men out there who want to achieve that same thing, even if they don't know how to articulate it. For years, I didn't know how to articulate it. It, it, uh, it didn't become clear to me until very recently that that was the best way to articulate that so that's why we're here and um, I want to tell you a little bit about my plans for the show as we go along starting today on this first episode it's early January uh, 2024 as I record this Um, I have long been a fan of function over fanciness You know, I was drawn to kettlebells. I've been drawn to bending steel. I've been drawn to ice baths. You know, these things are honest. They're pure. They're functional. There's not a lot of, um, not a lot of flowery stuff that goes along with it. I like things that are effective. Uh, I like things that are are to the point and yet also have deep meaning. This show is going to reflect that. It's going to be raw. It's going to be minimal, if any, editing, even when I'm doing interviews with people. More on that later. At least it'll be that way at first. It's going to be a glimpse into my life, and um, I reserve the right to change my mind, but for now, that's how I'm going to approach it. It's the same way that I've approached everything else along this path. Simple, effective, direct. Uh, The show is about the information, not the presentation. So if you're looking for like an Infinity War style production, in a youtube show or a uh, podcast or whatever i ain't your guy that's not how this is gonna go this is more like the uh the 1986 um concert video from van halen live without a net right this is this is happening as it happens and you get to be here with me um quick background on me um i was a chubby kid terrible stutter got picked on and bullied a lot when i was in in grade school um became enamored of the idea of superpowers specifically superhuman strength and um over the course of the decades that that followed it unfolded that I got into the strength world I wanted to be the Hulk um but that was all just like a fantasy thing right until I saw Lou Ferrigno on television and realized that 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 that's who that guy was and you got to keep in mind um Arnold wasn't a movie star yet when that happened. Lou Ferrigno was literally and figuratively the biggest thing that ever happened on television. So I had never seen a big, strong guy like that before, but just because that wasn't a a thing. That was a subculture that wasn't mainstream like it is now. um, Over the course of decades, I wound up becoming a strength professional. Um, I played around as a musician. Professionally for a while, too, which is just a tangent. Um, We'll talk about music, I'm sure, as we go along here, but that's not the main focus of of today, for sure. Uh, Met several people along the way that helped me to develop that aspect of myself. Became a performing strongman and wound up speaking on stages, doing Feats of Strength as my main gig for the longest time. And also doing workshops, so standing up in front of people, teaching kettlebells for Strong First in the RKC, teaching uh, Wim Hof Method workshops, teaching uh, Old Time Strongman University, which you can find out more about that at oldtimestrongmanuniversity.com. And through all of that, I was very enamored of the idea of building up a physical body. But the lesson that I learned had to do On a deeper level, with the power of the mind, and it was Dennis Rogers, the grandmaster strongman, and my strongman mentor, my number one primary influence as a strongman, who said to me that you must remove all doubt and limitation from your mind because your mind controls your body. I took that to heart, and I started applying it to other areas of my life and found it to be true because i I started thinking of the body not just as the the meat suit that I'm walking around in, but also as, by extension, my environment. Um, that got me into personal development, that got me into metaphysics, got me into you know things like Wallace Waddles, Neville Goddard, Napoleon Hill about how our thoughts shape and form and create our reality. Eventually, I wrote a book called Superhuman You, which you can get at superhumanyoubook.com. I'll send you a free copy of it. All I do is ask that you pay shipping. And you know what? I'm feeling generous today. For the first five people that order after I go live and and launch this particular episode, the first five people, I'll include a bonus of some sort. What can I do? Maybe maybe a free call with me, free coaching call. Um, Maybe something else, too. I don't know. I'll come up with something. But if you're one of the first five people that that go to superhumanyoubook.com and get a copy of the book for I think it's $9.99 to pay for shipping and handling and all that sort of stuff. That covers my print costs. That covers my shipping. That covers um the envelopes and all the stuff that goes along with that, all my materials. So it's that covers my cost. I'm I'm giving you the book for free. I'm just asking for you to pay for all those hard costs in it. First five people that that go do that, I'm gonna look at the orders and make sure that you get taken care of. Um, with a very special bonus. Um, Anyway, through all that time of doing workshops, of performing, speaking, um, running a gym, and doing group classes and communicating with people that way, I'd been on stage in front of big crowds or small crowds. Um, I would go pretty much anywhere um, for years. But I have not been in the public eye very much at all since my son was born in 2018. And that is by design. I wanted to take these first years of his life and be there with him as much as I possibly could. Being entrepreneurial, being self-employed, being able to work from home, I get to spend a lot of time with him. My wife, a photographer, also entrepreneur, also works from home. We both get to be with him every single day, and that was important to us as parents. So I've sort of retreated into this cave, but I haven't been completely inactive, and I haven't only been just goo goo over my son either. He has taught me so much. I have learned so much from him, from the process of learning how to be the dad that I want to be, and from watching his development unfold it's it's amazing how much I've learned from this little child and I believe that babies are born as spiritual masters They're 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 completely in the moment they're in a state of meditation all the time, and yes there are are ups and downs with that. There are struggles with that. There are challenges with that. I totally get that. And I've experienced that firsthand, but they are nothing. Those struggles, those challenges are nothing compared to the things that I've learned and the possibilities that have opened up as a result of being a dad. And specifically that led to the, the creation of what is the advancing man project. It is, it's for, for dads, um, specifically, um, Although the show isn't geared only toward dads, um, but the, the advancing man project as a, as a coaching program took the superhuman you approach of things. And it evolved into um, a very, very natural application and evolution of the superhuman you principles and, and the stuff that I was doing in personal development applied to being a dad by transforming who I was internally. And so I took that to the world. And the guys that I've worked with so far have have had great experiences and have great results. And so Superhuman You is a general personal development thing. We will be talking at length about all of that sort of stuff. It's taking the mental training aspects of being a performing strongman and learning to apply those principles to other areas of life. Um, The Advancing Man Project as a coaching program, even though that's that's kind of the flagship overview of what we're calling the show now – as a coaching program, it's geared toward dads, dads who have probably got it figured out as far as being stronger and being in the gym, or at least are are competent at that. Dads who have probably become competent at to a certain level of either being entrepreneurial or business-minded or just got their stuff together financially and in their other relationships. But now they're parents and they've realize that there are parts of their upbringing that are showing themselves or showing itself in ways that they don't like. And so they want to break and replace those generational cycles so that they don't get handed on to their kids. That's the coaching program aspect of it. If you're interested in that, uh, want to know more about it, go to um, advancingmanproject.com slash join. Um, You may already be on that if you're watching this video, but um, if you're... uh, If you're looking at it from a dad point of view and you. Sorry, I got a phone call there. I told you live without a net. If you're looking at it from a parenting or dad point of view and you're looking for, you know, parenting hacks or parenting methods or anything like that. That's not what this show or that program is about. It's about being a better dad by becoming a better man, by transforming who you are internally, by rewriting what I call the internal code. Um, So not not parenting methods. Not how do I get my kid to go to bed on time or or my kid yells all the time. I don't know what to do about it. it, it although there will be some overlap. And some of the guests that I, that I have that are coming on specialize in things like that. So um, there'll be plenty of overlap, but that's not the main purpose of any of the stuff that I'm doing. It's to be a better, stronger man or woman. It's not exclusively for men, but it tends to... More men tend to gravitate toward what I do than women, but everyone is welcome. So um, as far as like just parenting methods and hacks, it's not anything about that. I will say, though, that I follow an authoritative parenting uh, philosophy and belief system. And what that means is you'll sometimes hear it called gentle parenting. I... I think that it is wrong to hit a kid. I think that it's wrong to shame a kid. I think that it's wrong to withdraw love from a kid. Not just that it's morally and ethically wrong, but it actually has opposite effects of what is desired. It may, it may stop an unwanted behavior in the short term, but it causes more problems in the long term. It breaks that connection with the kids. Um, so um, I'm a strong man. I'm a gentle dad and I'm an advocate for kids. I want men to realize that there is a better way than asserting your dominance over a kid, be it physically or by yelling or uh, any of that sort of stuff. And that way lies in going inside and rewriting who we are so that we come from a place of compassion and we are seeking connection rather than control. Um, So there's going to be plenty of of all that stuff in future episodes with the guests that I've got lined up. So excited about that. So we're back to the question. What is the show about actually? Well, the show, if I sum it up, it's about stuff and people that I think are cool stuff and people that I think are valuable um, subjects that I want to learn more about and people that I want to get to know better. Now I've recorded a few of the interviews already They're in the on the wait list and they will be being released over the coming weeks. Um, And there are going to be two kinds of episodes, me solo like this one. And then of course, where I'm interviewing guests. So just a a quick little overview of what each one of those things looks like. Uh, Let's talk about solos. Uh, Despite its flaws, the internet is a beautiful thing. And I love that in this day and age in 2024, there are so many platforms and so many ways that we can connect and that we can communicate and that we can learn from each other and that we can express ourselves and, I am firmly of the belief that all of us have an important voice and all of us have something important to say. And I feel like I've kind of been in in a cave of learning for the past five years, and now I'm ready to bring that out uh, for public consumption. And so the solo episodes are essentially going to be me rambling on about whatever happens to be on my mind on any given day just like this one, Um, or whatever book I'm reading, or whatever cool stuff that has happened that I think will benefit you because it benefited me. And to that point, I welcome anyone and everyone to contact me if there's something specific you'd like me to talk about, or if you want to be a guest on the show, or if you think I'm full of shit and you want to come on and argue a point with me, not argue, debate a point with me, I, I am absolutely open to admitting that I'm wrong about anything that I put out there. If you can come on and convince me of it, so if if you want to be on the show for whatever reason, either to to support what we're doing or to try to take it down and or to try to correct me on something, uh, I welcome it. I am I am absolutely in love with the idea of having people on the show that are smarter than me in whatever area they're they're expert in, um, and I, I am. Absolutely 100% willing to admit that I was wrong or that I was misinformed or that I had a a fragmented or incomplete knowledge about something. So if you want to be on the show, um, send me an email, irontamer at gmail.com, and we will get it set up. That's kind of how the solo side of things work. Natural transition, I'm talking about you want to be on the show, holler at me. Um, A trend let's talk about having guests on right a trend that I've had throughout my life that I've noticed and it is that when I get deeply passionately almost obsessively interested in something I somehow manage to wind up in the company of the people who are the very best in the world at that thing Um, this happened to me um, in the kettlebell world when I was with the RKC and I was with strong first uh, Pavel Brett Jones Jeff O'Connor Jeff Newbert, so many people, more people than I can name. I I probably should have never even started naming names because now I'm, I'm winding up leaving out all these people who had this profound influence on me and and who I learned from. So that whole kettlebell strength thing right there, I wound up around the best in the world. Um, and not just on the heart style side of things too. I mean, I got to meet Valerie Fedorenko and, um, um, I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name. Uh, He's an honored master of sport from Italy. And I'm drawing a blank on his name. But Fabio Zonin was the, the guy who, who put an event together that we um that I got to meet this guy. Gosh, I wish I could remember his name, but it'll come to me. So um, and, and people like Dr. Kathy Dooley, who's absolutely fantastic, and Perry Nicholson, like there's so many people that I met while I was in that world that had a profound influence on me. And they they are the best in the world at what they do. Even if they're not much in the public eye, um, so from a strength standpoint, that started it for me. I I'm, I met my my friend and um, legend, the late great mighty Bud Jeffries, Slim the Hammerman, all these people who had this profound Im- impact on me in the strength world. Through that, um, I got to meet Wim Hof, train with Wim Hof, become one of the first American um, Wim Hof Method instructors. So lots of stuff on the physical side of that. Um, from a martial arts standpoint, I've practiced various martial arts off and on for thirty-five plus years, and um, I've become close friends with with uh, James Alexander and Rob Williams from Hoshin Budo. Got to train directly with um, Jin Jinfoon Mark, um, who was the, uh, the the late master of um, Juk Lum, praying Mantis Kung Fu and a very dear friend of mine Sifu Donovan Stevens who is uh, for my money one of the best kung fu practitioners i've ever met in my life um even my old seifu Roger Haygood who i've had uh, had a tumultuous relationship and haven't spoken with in years i i still respect the impact that he had on me as as a man and as a martial artist during the time that i trained with him so all that to say again i told you i was going to ramble and i told you it's going to be live without a net right so, all that to say that I have managed to to get in the presence of greatness so many times and get my own personal questions answered that I've collected all this stuff along the way and and that I don't know how I've managed to do that other than just through well actually, I do know it's through mental imagery you know I'm like I want to get close to that person so that I can absorb things from them and it's a, a skill that, that I've developed over the years. Um, so it's to the all that to say that it's very natural that in a talk show setting, I'm going to be inviting people on and having conversations with people who have influenced me or are colleagues in some way, people who, who have provided value to my life. Now, I also love being in a place of helping and encouraging or guiding people who are not as far down a particular path as I might be. So it's very natural that in a talk show setting, there's that kid with the stutter showing up, he's still there, I just don't let him run the show. It's natural that in a talk show setting, I'm going to be having conversations with people who have shared interests, but may or may not be uh, quote-unquote well-known experts, or may not even be in the public eye at all. I'll be bringing some of my students and my clients on um, to, to have these conversations and talk about their unique perspectives and stuff. All of this centers around the idea that I have a burning desire to be better. And the main reason that I wrote Superhuman You as a book and started the coaching program and everything else that I'm doing with, with all of uh, that's associated with that is because of problems that I was seeing with my clients, particularly around what I call their internal code, their belief system, their inner conversations, their self confidence, their, their, um, their, understanding of how their own mind works. I sort of cracked the code on that and and started to apply it to myself and then apply it to my clients. And that was sort of the genesis of, of how superhuman you came about. Um, so many people, myself included, have fallen short of where they want to be or who they want to be because of aspects of their mental programming, which is what I'm um, calling the internal code. We talk about that in in the advancing man project coaching and, and oh, with my superhuman new clients, it's, and and there'll be more on internal code later. I don't want to go into a deep dive of that in during this introductory episode, but there, that will be coming soon. Um, but essentially so many people feel like they're caught in a cycle that they can't break. And maybe you're one of them. Maybe this moment right now, watching this video is you feeling like you're stuck in a cycle Feeling like you're discouraged, and maybe you're struggling with some fear, some doubt, uncertainty, how to achieve the life that you want to achieve. If you're a dad, maybe all that's showing up in how you are showing up for your kids, and you want to be a different man. You want to be the man your kids need. You know that your kids are going to find a hero, and you don't want it to be somebody named Ass Clown Sixty Nine on TikTok. You want it to be you. That's why we're doing this stuff, because if we are not consciously building our lives, then the subconscious programming that we're carrying around, that we received when we were little kids without our consent from people who didn't know any better, who didn't know that they were setting us up for life with with the way that we're programming our minds, that subconscious programming, that internal code is going to keep repeating the same old unwanted thought and behavior patterns that we learned as a kid, and we consequently will keep getting the same results. So to get the changes that we want, we have to identify, break, and replace that programming that is actually working against us. We have to rewrite that internal code. And that's not something that just happens. We have to be intentional about it. We have to be clear. And we have to be persistent. It has to become habitual. Now, we all, we, we've heard all about the power of habits. But um, what exactly is a habit? I decided to look that up, and according to a 2012 study that was published in the British Journal of General Practice, uh, habits are defined as, and I quote, actions that are triggered automatically in response to contextual cues that have been associated with their performance. What if all of our bad habits, we could transmute them into good habits, so that when the contextual cue comes, the situation comes into our life, that we feel like going and drinking that we wind up doing something different. We can replace those habits, those old habits with new habits. Um, you know, it, it's 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 unconscious stuff, like a habit. For example, you get in your car, you automatically put on your seatbelt. You don't think about what you're doing. You don't think about why you're doing it. And our brain, our nervous system, likes habits because they're efficient. When you can automate common actions, you free up um, mental resources for other tasks. And to that point, you've probably heard that it takes... 21 days to build a habit, and I found out that that's not true. It can actually take anywhere from 18 to 254 days, based on the studies that I've that I've looked into and, and been exposed to, for a person to form a new habit. And the average is about 66 days for a new behavior to become automatic. So it's no wonder that here we are in January, and so many of the New Year's resolutionaries will probably not make it past the Super Bowl. Um, before they revert. They are trying to change things from the outside in and they're not allowing enough time for the habits to embed. Um, So what are you going to do about it? You know, if you're going to learn something new, you're going to make changes in your life. These are the options. You can stay the same. And we're going to assume that that's not happening because if it is, you probably didn't listen or watch this video up to this point. So it leaves us with two other options. Do it on your own or get some help. These are the two real choices that come into play. Get it alone or ask for help. So if you go at it alone, you got to start from zero. You have to go find information. You have to use it in trial and error. You have to test it for yourself, see what doesn't work, what does work. And that takes a long time. Getting help, on the other hand, will do several things for you. It'll save you effort. You can take advantage of the pain and time outlay that someone else has has put into something. We're all familiar with the word or the title of sensei, to use a martial art reference. But did you know it doesn't only mean teacher, it literally means one who comes before. It's someone who's walked that path before you. So getting help is going to save you time um, by letting a person who's gone through the struggles, through the trial and error process, um, eat that learning curve for you. And it's going to save you money. So if you don't have a guide, you wind up spending so much money um, where you don't need to because you get distracted by flashy, uh, shiny objects and and a guide or a, a A person who can help teach you this stuff can or can help teach you where you want to go can show you what works and what doesn't work they can show you what to do what not to do in order to become who you want to be so that you can do what you want to do and have what you want to have without wasting your money or your precious time on things that don't work so if you try something anything all on your own it's going to take more time more money more effort than if you get the help and support of a guide who has done the thing that you want to do when you get help You get closer to your goal faster, easier, and at less expense. Boom, right? So the result there is that you create life on your own terms, Um, a life of advancement, a life superhuman. And I am here to share my journey on that path and to help anyone that I can. That's what the show is about. Thank you for paying attention and for watching this episode. If you haven't already subscribed, I hope you do um, do the thing where you hit the bell icon and all that stuff. I'm going to have to figure out how YouTube works from this end rather than from the other end, because I've been a consumer of YouTube for a long time and to a greater degree than I have been, um, a, uh, content producer on YouTube. So, um, I'm learning this as I go. Appreciate you taking some time to spend with me. My name's Iron Tamer, Dave Whitley. Be strong.